Good morning, everybody. Boker Tov, Simon Kuf, Mem, Zion, 147, Dine Glila Sefer Torah, the laws of the rolling of the Sefer Torah. The halacha is in Sif Aleph. The Mechaber tells us, Aser Lechos Sefer Torah, Orum Belimit Pachas. It is forbidden to hold, to grasp the Torah, Orum, naked, literally, Belimit Pachas, without any kind of cloth. Mishabur explains, it's, the prohibition is you're not allowed to touch. We know it's a common tradition. You don't touch an actual Sefer Torah with your bare hands. And the Gemara tells us, that the Torah tells us if you touch the, the, uh, a Sefer Torah with your hands, you get buried arum, naked, uh, unclothed of this mitzvah. The Mishaburah explains what that means is you sort of forfeit that mitzvah, meaning if you got called up for an aliyah, if you're involved somehow with the Sefer Torah and you touch it with your hands, um, you've lost that mitzvah. The reason is this is considered disrespectful. You want, to te- you want to treat a Sefer Torah with reverence and respect, and touching it um, directly is considered Im- improper. If I recall from my Mishnayis, the halacha actually is, it's not very relevant today, but back in the good old days, if you touched a Sefer Torah, Chazal actually made a gzera, you became tameh. And it would have ramifications if you're a Kohen and others for, for, for eating, for eating shrum, shrum, right? During times of the Gemara, Mishnayis, Mishnayik times. It's not so, I don't think it's not very relevant nowadays, but there was a gzera as a way of kind of enforcing this halacha. Your hands actually became tame. Uh huh, okay. Right, there you go. Okay, so you'd have, probably have to wash your hands again for, for right? Because it's the same thing. Um, and therefore, the tradition is, if you need it for whatever reason, you need to touch a Sefer Torah, you should use your talis or something like that. The Bishop Brewer gives a common example. You see this happen uh, not too infrequently. If you're, when they're doing Hagba and Glila, and sometimes the, the urea, the, the columns, the, the, the Torah, the, cl- the cloth will somehow come undone. It'll get up. You shouldn't grab the cloth to, to straighten it out. Rather, you should grab a talis. That's a real halacha that should be, do- that should be done. The person has to repair a Sefer Torah for whatever reason. So it is permitted to touch a Sefer Torah for repairs. It is permitted to touch it with your hands. Interesting, the Mishabruah, the, the Ramah actually explains, Tov Lahachmir Imla, no, this is by, uh, that's for a different halacha, but the Mishabruah, I believe, says that if you have to go ahead and uh, repair a, t- a Sefer Torah, I believe he says you should, let's see, you have to repair the Torah, it's permitted, yeah, he says, if you're a sofer, if you're whatever, repairing the Sefer Torah, you should wash your hands first. The Shav Yaakov, uh, the footnote, the Dershu footnotes bring, says that's why there's a common tradition, at least for Ashkenazim, Sephardim is a similar thing, but that's why you have the Eitzchayim, you have those, the, the stabs of the, of the Torah. The reason why we have those poles is because if you think about it, if you wouldn't have those poles, how would you move and roll a Sefer Torah? You'd be using, physically touching your hands. That's the tradition why we have actually those poles on a Sefer Torah. What's the story with Shar Kisve Kodesh? Let's say you have the Nevi'im. We don't have it here, but it does come up as a Megillah. Is It's written, Al-Ksav with Ashuris and all that stuff. It's a real Shar Kisve Kodesh, but it's not a Sefer Torah. The Halacha is, the, the Ramah says... He says, Yesh Omrim Duadin Shar Kisve Kodesh. There are those who say it's true with Shar Kisve Kodesh. However, that's not the tradition. But he says, Tov Lahachmir, it's good to be stringent. He says, basically, it comes out when he says, if you're going to be touching Shar Kisve Kodesh, you should wash your hands first. Now, this is interesting, as I just double checked. The, the halacha is, the Ramah says later on in Simin Tafkov Tzadi Aleph, I believe, is by, by the laws of Megillah. 
The Ramah actually tells us that the tradition is, you ever seen a Megillah, talk about the poles on a Megillah. Most Megillahs, many Megillahs, only have one pole. Now the Gra and many others, Chazanich, said no, it should actually ha- it should have both. Um, a lot of times you find a Megillah will have none. That comes from the tradition of the Ramah. It's not clear to me exactly why that, that tradition is. Um, but part of it, the halachic ramification is, is because we're not quite as stringent when it comes to Shar Kisve Kodesh, things like the Megillahs and the like. We're not quite as stringent as touching them with your hand. However, the Ramah himself over here says that even though we're not stringent and we allow people to touch a, 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 a shark kiss they coach with their hands, you should wash your hands first. I've never really seen that practiced. I've seen people, they touch, they hold the Megillah, they grab the Megillah, but it's the Ramah himself who is one who sort of is the origin of the leniency of not having the Megillah on, on poles, on staves. He is the same person who says you should wash your hands. I'm not sure exactly why, uh, to my knowledge, I haven't really seen that done. I'm going to try to reach out to a post to try to figure out why that is. And if indeed, it probably seems to me at least, just reading the halacha, that before touching even a Megillah, you should wash your hands. Everyone have a wonderful day. So would it make sense for the-